Hey guys, welcome to the Swapping Secrets podcast. My name is Atalia, and next to me, I have my wonderful husband, my co-host, my partner in crime, and all of the above, my baby. I'm not going to say your name because it's just weird when I say your name, so <laughs> you can. say your name. <laughs> What's up, guys? She refers to me as babe, but you can refer to me as Brian, but if you want to refer to me as babe, that's okay, too. Uh, <laughs> you want that? Uh, I'm a slut. You're a little slut. No slut shaming around here. No slut shaming. No. no. Slut shaming. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, proud of each other. <laughs> slut. Uh, we got some good game. <laughs> slut emboldening. We want you to be your best sluttiest selves. Yes. So the Swapping Seekers podcast is finally here. I'm so damn excited. And I, know, I think the perfect place to start is what our vision is for this podcast. Because to episode one, to episode 100, to episode 1,000. That vision will change. We will change. And maybe we can look back and see this is what we intended to do. Did we accomplish it and pivot to a new goal? Right. Whatever it may be. So what does I mean, the Swapping Secrets podcast mean for you? For me? Oh, my God, guys. I, honestly, I wanted to do this podcast to help individuals. And I was like, how the hell are we going to do that? <laughs> what do we say? What do we do? And I think it's just really just sharing our experiences to try and help um, individuals transition into the lifestyle or people that are just curious to learn about the lifestyle. I am more than happy to show you guys what we're doing with it um, and see you guys just pick and choose whatever may help you be a better individual. I think that's all I want. That That's really it. I, I asked a heavy question, and I think I am going to give a heavy answer. But Oof. Do we need tissues? No, I don't think it's going to make anyone cry. <laughs> I think I'm finding more and more as I really start paying attention to the internet that um, masculinity and sexuality for men is just in hell right now. And I think the only way to change the prevailing narrative is for different opinions to be out there on the internet there's gonna be tons of people that don't agree with me that think like traditional masculinity is perfectly fine but based on our week this week uh all, all i got out of it was a lot of men are hurting yes and, and women and women but, too but it, just like mo mo most of my hate was from men mm -hmm. and i feel like it comes from this idea of you're doing something i couldn't do do you think you're better than me it's like I'm I'm just living my life. Like I don't even know who you are. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting to me that I I really I, I feel like people want to be coming together. Men want to be dating women. Women want to be dating men. But it's like this stalemate of like I'm fine the way I am. Well, I'm fine the way I am, and no one is like walking towards each other. And it almost feels like rightfully so because like I feel like a lot of people they just get jaded. They have a bad relationship or a bad experience, and they're like. I can't do this anymore, but we're just, we're humans. We want to connect with people. Some, some, some of us humans want to connect with multiple people. Right. Um, I mean, I don't believe that we only have one connection. Um, there's so many people mm -hmm. that you connect with, men and women. and It can be the smallest connection and be the biggest connection, but I think a lot of people are scared of those connections and what and they, they mean. And they relate them to always it being a threat, threat. towards mm -hmm. their relationship with somebody else. And- it's about navigating. How do you get what you want without, again, I think we need to put into people's head that we need to stop controlling other people. And until we stop controlling other people, we stop seeing them as our possession. And we allow this person to be their best self, their mm -hmm. their happiest self, because we're doing that. I think that is something I learned from monogamy, that people don't want to be with you. They want to be with the version of you that they want. And what's convenient for them. Yeah. And I think it comes from a place of like, well, I love you. I've been with you. I, I promise I know what's best for you. And it's like that just it, you can't know better than the person that's in their own body. Yeah. And then I think it comes from a place of fear. Like you just have so many people in unhappy relationships and it comes from like, well, we've been together for so long. And I think. I'm so sorry oh, to cut you off. I was actually thinking about that. I'm like, I've seen really bad relationships, but I've also seen part of their relationship with their were truly, you could see in their eyes that they love each other and they're mm -hmm. a good team. And and certain fantasies or certain 
new experiences that somebody wants to experience shouldn't end that powerful thing that they've already created. But because of that, mm-hmm. those insecurities, we don't allow it to actually work. And I think too, it comes from like just a misunderstanding because there are so many different ways. There are countless, infinite ways to be non-monogamous. Oh yeah. It's whatever works best. It's whatever works best for you. But I think this idea of like a lot of what I see on the internet is partner A is emphatically monogamous and partner B says, Hey, I'm curious about this. And then it becomes divorce this person, leave them. They're clearly trash. And it's like, or if you don't do it a certain way, it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. No. And I think that's that's part of the reason we're here too is to show, hey, I think when we were monogamous, I would have like friends or family or just people that knew us. Like I've always admired your relationship. Yeah. I that, think we've the, always done pretty good at trying to water our garden and – I mean, it wasn't always perfect. There's it wasn't, obviously no, it's like, never. There's, there's, there's no, no way two humans energy, can right? be together <laughs> for an extended period of time. And it's just fucking sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. But I think that's part of the... How we solved it. I think it's why we're here and why we're... I think it's staying grounded in like, is this, the person you, is this the person you want to be with? Yes or no? Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't even ask themselves that question. They just go, this is the person I want to be with. They don't add, they don't phrase it as a question. They just say, like, this is a statement. No matter what happens, this is the person I want to be with. But they don't, but I think asking the question, I'm choosing you. I'm saying, I want do I want to be with you? Think about it. Yes, I want to be with you. I put thought into it. But I think a lot of people out of fear, and then to fear of being alone, a, a lot of us are scared of just being alone with our thoughts, being alone in the world, and that feeling of I would rather be unhappy together with someone than possibly chase the unknown as a single person. That's interesting. But then they just live so miserably. Mm-hmm. And just and then and then and then eventually they they crack. And they're resentful it's not, towards it's the not other sustainable. person. Mm-hmm. But again, you allow whatever you allow mm-hmm. into what whatever you allow into your life is what's gonna happen. Like, I, it, I, I really do believe in that. I think that's the biggest thing is taking accountability for every decision you make really changes the tide of your life like a big thing like and that I've, I've, i feel like i've heard it like three times this week just through all the things you listen to but this idea of like you are accountable for every choice even if someone hits your car you're still responsible for calling your insurance making sure your car gets fixed getting the rental you're not at fault it was not your fault the blame does not fall on you but is the guy that hit you going to fix your car is there going to be a magical angel that does it for you no so I think it's very interesting that a lot of people like shirk that responsibility. They're like, it's not my fault. It's this person. It's my mom. It's my dad. It's and again, whoever. with relationship, I realize, especially marriages that are, I see failing, unfortunately, it's they're always focused on the other person's mm-hmm. and their, their faults. And I think it's very unfair for us to fault other people and not look at our issues first. Um, I think that's when I started to really be more empathetic towards you because I used to fault you for any little thing. I mean, we've always liked each other, but like it was always like it was weird. So for me, I put my foot in my mouth. So like I I am that stereotypical like meme husband that's just like every once in a while I'm going to say some dumb shit. (laughs) That would that would like that would be just like such a big deal for and it's like. (laughs) Well, yeah, my point is I'm not fucking perfect, you know, like I got my issues like. Again, um, with my attitude, I you know I'm a Chihuahua. I mean, I'm definitely working on it. Mm-hmm. That Chihuahua has a little like THC. <laughs> the Chihuahua with the THC—that's crazy. She's chilling. <laughs> well, my point, and then you know, obviously, like she went to counseling and stuff. Go to therapy, boys. <laughs> my point is. We really need to start looking within ourselves before trying to change. I mean, one, don't change anybody. You can't. You mm-hmm. never can. That is like one of the biggest things I'm seeing like prevailing online is this idea of like, and again, this this is just like the alpha male like TikTok universe bullshit. But this idea of like, I need to go find a traditional woman and you go to the club and then you take a girl that you're like, 
that's the baddest girl in the club. I as alpha male, I need her and I'm going to tame her. And then you're with her and then you're mad when she's like, you can't tame. Yeah, I'm this way. <laughs> like you expected to take a person and change them. That's never, change comes from within. If a person wants to change, they will change. Like you're saying with your attitude. Your attitude is never going to get better until you say enough is enough. I have been struggling with my ADHD and my time management and my productivity. It's not going to change until I figure out a way to pivot and make a change. It's up to me. It's not just like, oh, I am my ADHD or, oh, life is hard. No, until I do something tangible to change it. Yeah, with marriages too, that they want to fix it. Like you really need to put an effort. It's not easy. I I mean, even with us, even before we got married, we had already our first uh, marriage counseling appointment. Everybody thought we were already having issues and like, no. (laughs) So I, the one thing I like to do is take things that people wrap shame around and treat them as, and just normalize them completely. So if someone's like, where are you going? I'm going to marriage counseling. And they go, whoa. I'm going to a sex club. (laughs) I'm going to a sex club or I'm non-monogamous. It's because who, at the end of the day, who cares what anyone else is doing? No one cares what you're actually doing. We all have lives to live. Of course, we're we're not saying, obviously people care about us and we're connecting with people. But in terms of this like negative schema of like, oh my God, everyone's watching me. It's not a thing. And they're, or they're watching me to see me fail. That's not a thing. Some will, but some will. But who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but for really? me, we got married on a Friday and had our first marriage counseling appointment on a Monday. And I was telling people at work, like, yeah, I'm going to marriage counseling. Didn't you just get married last weekend? And my only response ever was, Do you take your car to a mechanic for routine checkups or do you just take it for like when your car like catches fire? And they would just look at me like, yeah, that makes sense. There's so many things in life for inanimate objects that are not living things. It's it's something you're like, it's a car. You could easily replace it. You don't even connect with it that much. But with your relationship, you're like, eh, I'll just mm-hmm. play it by ear. M- most people don't actually know how to be in a relationship. They know how to be themselves. They know how to have what they feel are their preferences. But in terms of like- And they know how to control other people. Mm-hmm. that's a really good conversation we have to have too just about like how joining non-monogamy helped me reframe so many things in my life and boundaries is one of those things i thought boundaries was i don't want you to do this you don't do this and i've never been a controlling person so i don't really feel like i ever there was never a point where i feel like i had to be like hey don't do that or anything like that no i mean i could tell you weren't ready for certain things and I mean, those were just based off of fears and mm-hmm. I mean, your head kind of making I'm things very, up. I'm very analytical. So it's like, I need evidence to support a, a hypothesis. And I'm very much like, let's go mm-hmm. try it and we'll see when we're mm-hmm. there. <laughs> but also We'll too, figure it out. I always think about it like that. But that changed for me so quick because for the most part, I feel like I wasn't getting as much out of these experiences because I was like being gun shy and I was like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm just gonna stop doing that. Yeah. And also too, you can reinvent yourself at any time. There are people that become billionaires at fifty years old. You can reinvent yours. You can be whoever you wanna be. You can wake up tomorrow and be anyone you wanna be. So when it came I would say like after like our third or fourth lifestyle event, I was like, I'm not an introvert anymore. I'm an extrovert. I'll walk up to anyone and talk to them. I don't care. Yeah. Brian's the one inviting me to parties now. I'm like, dude, like let me sleep in today. Like <laughs> And then it comes down to as well, I I stopped feeling like intimidated by people or feeling like yeah. I needed to be like attached to your hip and finding that, wow, people seem I'm not just your husband. They see me as my own individual self because I'm putting myself out there, because I'm showing people who I am, because I'm being vulnerable with them, because I'm clearly engaged in the conversation I'm having with them with the intention of connecting with them. Yeah, you've grown so much, baby. I'm proud of All you. All right. So I say we transition now because that was that was a banger, a little intro about love, marriage, boundaries. Okay. Uh, we want to explain to them a little bit of the, the lifestyle, lifestyle language. <laughs> so this, for all you new lifestyle people out there, whether you're exploring swing or non-monogamy, there's so many words. Yeah, you're. So it really is. It can, a whole new language. And it can feel overwhelming. And it's just an it it's not like that's the only thing you're dealing with. You have 
trying to manage your relationship in this new state. You're trying to figure out what works for you. And then on top of that, they're like, hey, did you see that unicorn over there? And you're like, what? <laughs> so a unicorn in the, in the lifestyle is a single woman, a bull, which is probably like my least favorite term because there's like connotations to it that I feel like are negative and single men already have it hard enough, but is associated with single men. You will just hear us say single woman, single men, because we have also talked to people, single people in the lifestyle that go, we don't like those labels. Because you want to know what a couple is in the lifestyle? A couple. They're just called a couple. They're they're humanized. But you need to dehumanize the single people. And I feel like it's like a little like psychological effect of like a couple and a couple together, everyone, there's just this understanding of like, you're married, we're married, you don't want my wife. But a single person... And can technically a, be an it could a be a threat, threat. Mm-hmm. whereas a couple doesn't often feel as threatening right so but again we've met so many mm-hmm. single men and women in the lifestyle that are just amazing amazing people. and respectful of everybody's boundaries and very clear of what they're there for and and they're on their own journey too yeah like they're they're not just like accessories yeah. or yeah like extras in your movie. You and know? I, feel, I feel bad. I mean, if I ever did call anybody a unicorn, I mean, sorry. Or a bull. I mean, there's some people that like those terms. I'm still trying to not say it. I really am. <laughs> unlearning. We're, yeah. we're learning, unlearning. It's a good time. Yeah. And then you have, I would say that those are the who's. Oh, also like a bonus who term, a dragon, which oh is rare. Oh my God, yes. I can. But again, a, mm-hmm. a bi male in the lifestyle is just a bi man in the lifestyle. That's all that is. Not really sure what the whole dragon comes from, but I, I kind of uh, like again, it. I thought again, it was cool. It's, it's cool. <laughs> but you notice that terms for men are things that are dangerous. Yeah. And things for women are cute, mythical, and they are Magical. they add to a fantasy. Yeah. But a dragon, like if you think Game of Thrones, is literally destruction. Yeah. Men, men in destruction being tied together. And then if you really think about it, you're like, no wonder why the lifestyle and the community has so many problems around single men. Wow. Yes. But now single men also too. Like I, I'm, I'm sure I shot you some bail, but single men, they come in with a really fundamental misunderstanding, and they come in thinking like I'm going to show up, and people are just going to be like tearing my clothes off, like it's like some like 1980s porno or something. Or I pay for to go into a sex club, and now I I'm, get to have sex. Like it's super sex. transactional. Swingers have have a multitude, a litany of standards. I think some couples think that way too. <laughs> that they, oh uh, yeah, single females. We've had, I've had, I've spoken to a female. She's like, well, when are we gonna start playing? I'm like, I mean, <laughs> what, have, have you talked to someone? Like, again, so did you vibe with somebody? <laughs> and this is not just the men. This is everyone. Because cu- I, I noticed that with couples, they'll be like, we went to a club and no one talked to us, and it's like, did you walk up to anyone? Because you're the new person. Like these these people around you, they may go here every week. So I think it's very interesting. Well, I think everybody in the lifestyle should. I mean, I. People are nice. People will talk to you, yeah, but the expectation. Yeah, no, you can't you go cannot in there go with in any expecting. expectations. I mean, you're going to go in there. You want to talk to people? You put in that effort mm-hmm. to talk to people. You want to go and play? Get, get vibing with somebody and understand their boundaries, understand your boundaries, see how it works together and make it a fucking fun experience because <laughs> it can be so but fun. go out and seek experience don't expect experience to come to you i think it, yeah it's like universal like lifestyle 101 we we have had so much fun and so many great experiences because we just go and talk to people are there people that reject us sure are there people that are like why are you talking to me stranger i don't want to talk to you sure but besides that's rare most of the time it's, oh my God, what brought you here? What like share your journey with me and I want to share with you. And you and it's not even on a, like we're gonna have sex kind of thing. It's yeah, just no. I wanna who who knows where the night will take us. I wanna talk to minimum, the whole club. I yeah. wanna talk to the whole house party. Like I and again, that's the thing we should probably clarify, like how we're seen as people that are very desperate and are just will say yes to anybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I think like a big thing with single men is they, and it's usually like, it's really big with single men is like, they come in expecting like people to just rip their clothes off and swingers have standards. 
They want to feel respected. Not they, saying that single men or, or single women don't have don't, it's, it's, standards. It's, it's a bigger problem with single men. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's something I feel like I've heard like ad nauseum is like sing, you can tell that the miscommunication, the miscalculation for single men is that like, oh, so I'm just coming here like immediately getting laid. Like when, like when is that happening? And you have, as a, I have gone to a club by myself as a single man. And it just so happened that on the night, it was a club that we frequent. But very few people were there that I knew. So it was like I had never gone there ever. And I could feel the tension. Yeah. I could feel the defensiveness. I mean, I wasn't there, guys, but he's telling me. (laughs) As a a comparison of when we're together, I am identified as a couple. I'm immediately deemed safer than a single man. But I spent that whole night with no intention of playing, but just to try and say, hey, I feel your wall. I feel your barrier. I'm going to show – at the end of the night, if you go, wow, that guy was cool or like I, I felt safe talking to him or whatever it was. That was the the dub for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like single man 101, if it's something you actually want to be in the lifestyle, not you're trying to just go in real quick, get an experience, that's one thing. But if you're actually like, hey, I want to be a part of this community, you, you I mean, you, you could strike gold on the first night, but I wouldn't expect it. Right. Don't go in there with any expectations. Because then, you just, my, then you just end up that's disappointed. We never go out with expectations. Sometimes we play, sometimes no, we don't. No, we did one time and it went terrible. <gasps> yeah. The, the universe said, <laughs> didn't we tell y'all? Did We told y'all to go in with no expectations. Yeah. You've read it a million times. Why yeah. are you expecting anything tonight? Yeah. And But we learned from it. We did. And it's it's still yeah. I think it's still it's a good still story. An experience. Yeah, no, for sure. More on there that later. three different experiences happened that night. And um Don't give it up. We won't. More on that later. Yeah. Um but so we talked about the who's. Let's talk about the what's. <laughs> what? So when you meet a single man, a single woman, or a couple, what can you do with them? Okay. So I think the easiest way or the first thing that we did was voyeur voyeurism. Sorry guys. Voyeurism. Um, And that's watching people have Mm -hmm. fun time. Spicy time. And then what's the next one? The one that we love to do. Exhibitionism. So you like being watched. Yeah. We love to be watched. We do. It's something that we've learned that we have well being in the lifestyle. Even if we don't play, that is still like something that we could like. It's like something we can shoe in in terms of like. It's very in terms of like having to connect with a couple and have the conversations and everyone go upstairs. I still consider us playing with ourselves. An experience. Yeah, no. Playing. You know, no, it's it's still playing. And then too, it's because, because like Because there's everybody's watching. We're mm-hmm. giving other people an experience. experience yeah. Um, and they're in a, they're in a way connected to it. So yeah, yeah, no, it is it is playing, but I feel like it's easy for us. Like it's not based on anyone else. Like yeah. is what makes it Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and then I'm gonna stop right there. To add a quick caveat for anyone looking to join or who may need to change their opinion about this, but you are a part of this community. If you pay for the memberships, you show up to events, you talk to people, you're safe and you're cool. That if you never swap with a couple, you are still a part of the community. If you just watch, you're still a part of the community. If you like to be watched, you're still a part of the community. And if you want to do nothing else besides that, we welcome you with open arms for real. Mm-hmm. But if you do. Want to get a little spicy? Hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> There's parallel play. There's parallel play, which we did our, our first time. First time, yeah, with our swinger senseis. We love you guys. You know, you know who, who you are. are. I, I fucking love you guys. You guys are awesome. Special people. Yeah, so sweet, dude. Like they introduced us to the lifestyle. So it's clean. Clean. They're right? so good. They're at so it. slick. Like so we want at- these. <laughs> <laughs> They hunted us. I'm just kidding. But even just so parallel play is kind of like exhibitionism with a little added flair of yeah. not only people watching you, but like you have a couple next to you on the same bed or in the same area and you're like feeding off of each other's energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe the women will touch each other sometimes. That's like a boundary discussion thing. Some people yeah. are like, we we don't feel comfortable with any touching at all. But really f- the point of it is to feed off of each other's energy. Mm-hmm. And if you want my honest opinion, I say like again, you're more you you were made for this. I I grew into this, mm-hmm. and more so, I feel like I had more to unlearn, and you also had more like casual experiences surrounding sex. So it was 
it was more natural, easier, right? Yeah. But for that, you're not common. Like you're you're more alien in that than even me, right? So I think it's yeah. when I people are like, what if you were to say the most simple, basic thing to find, I think parallel play is a great start. I think it's a great start. Because even it's if hot. even if because for some men, it doesn't matter with the gender of the person that's touching their partner. Some men are like, I'm jealous of a woman. Like, you're my partner's bi. I'm just as jealous of a woman as I am a man. It's not hot for me. So if you say, oh, wow, she 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 touched her breast. Like, oh, my God, that made me jealous. Now you know you probably need to take a break, recalibrate. Maybe this is not for you. But it was in such a low again, effort way. But again, it's not about stopping the other person, too. Well, Because then resentment is created i think it's about like that's a, that's, hey this is somewhere i may want to well, something i may want to experience i think that's where me and you differ in that we are individuals walking in stride with each other i think a lot of people come into this lifestyle of we came together we leave together always even if i really want this i want our marriage more and there's some people that and there's some people that are exposed to this that like like for for me i i've i told or a therapist, like when we were like working through this, I was like, he's like, would you be non like would you like be non-monogamous if like your marriage didn't work out? I was like, I couldn't go back. How the hell how the hell could I go back? <laughs> after so after everything I know, after the community I found, because like that's what a lot of people are missing in their lives is community. And we found that in this. And then it's something we also enjoy doing. So it's just like a double whammy. But it didn't only, like, we're not limited to the only that community. I think that community opened our eyes to seeking other communities mm-hmm. to understand more. No, um, this was just, and then we're still, we're, we're, we'll forever be expanding. I want to, yeah. I want to, I want to learn from anyone and everyone because yeah. I just want better relationships. That's my goal. It's not about you. If you are going to be monogamous, be a happy, fulfilled, monogamous person. Don't right. just be like, oh my God, I'm miserable. I can't talk to my partner. I'm unhappy all the time, but we have kids, so we have to stay together. No. Chase happiness is is my big thing. We have found happiness in this. Mm-hmm. And but I but I think it's very and interesting. Again, guys, it's not because somebody did not fulfill somebody else's like needs. That's just insecurity. I think that's unfair. I think that's that, that's something just people use to shut it down real quick. It sounds really good. It does, right? <laughs> But certain things sound really good, and then you start kind of like peeling back the string, and you start just slowly deconstructing it. And even this idea of like, imagine if you ate the same food every day. <laughs> imagine if like we only cooked chicken and rice, and that, and that's not to say that like the chicken and rice we have at home is fucking amazing. It's so fucking amazing. It's like your favorite thing to eat it's, most it's, of the time. It's but you don't Gordon want- Ramsay five-star meal food. <laughs> it's so, it's so, you are so damn steak, good. It's a steak, okay. <laughs> you are so damn good. You too. <laughs> Stop, don't make but, me blush right now. <laughs> but I, but I like to hit the Uber Eats sometimes. I, I, I like I, the I Taco like, Bell. <laughs> I, I like to hit the restaurant sometimes. Does that mean I don't like the home cooking? No, I still love the home cooking. I just want a little, I want a little something different every now and again. And that's what makes us non-monogamous. And also too, it makes you appreciate that mm-hmm. meal you really love. Mm-hmm. You have a basis of like, and it's not that you're comparing. No, because I don't, there's no comparing. It's more so like, this is the person I want to grow with. I'm finding these new things that I can experience and I never really thought about them with you. But now that I know them, I get to, mm-hmm. because of the person that I do want to experience this with, I come and share it with you. And it's like, dude, like, we got to do yeah. this together now. <laughs> and that's what I, I actually had a conversation with a friend of ours. I mean, he was, he was really drunk, but it was, it, was oh, a, yeah. it was a good conversation. But he was, he was alluding to, hey, I'm like, you know, she's doing this in her solo adventures. And I'm like, do you want to do it? And he's like, like yeah like why not and i'm like then do it like, like for himself that if he no wants like to do like this idea of like she could only do what like i'm not gonna say like what the instance is but like the thing that she was doing in her solo dates she could do with him it's oh, just he oh, didn't okay. take the time to say why don't we do that yeah, yeah yeah and it's like that's your wife and guess what even if she was like oh my god it was super great this one time with this guy if it takes y'all a hundred times to get it right 
you get a hundred times. No one else gets a hundred times. Yeah. So it's it's framing how you frame anything is so important. Yeah. And he went, huh? Oh, he's like, you're right. Hmm. But even then, I wouldn't have framed it like that a couple months ago. It wasn't until mm-hmm. I really stopped. Again, that's where like I don't consider myself necessary. I don't. I don't say I'm a swinger anymore. And it's not. I don't necessarily think that the limitations within swinging are bad, because some people really need those guardrails. Some people will really go off the road and crash mm-hmm. the car without them. But for me, I feel like we communicate really well. We trust each other, and we also want us to both live authentically. So why should I say like, oh, this scares me a little bit. Like, well, what do you, like, instead of saying, well, what scares you? How do we get past that? And then two, it's like, well, you're not scared of it. So maybe that's like a little male ego of competition. It's like, if you can do it, I can do it. That's. (laughs) You're very competitive. (laughs) I'm a competitive person. So like that, that's how I feel. And then not only that, there are people that just do it. So once I kind of took off my swinger hat and said, I'm just a non-monogamous, whatever my flavor of non-monogamy looks like, it's always going to work for my marriage because we communicate what we need. And as it changes and as it grows, we'll just be constantly communicating. But kind of just being like, just the whole of like, if you do this as a swinger, it's the end of the world. If you do that, and you can really like give and into that, that is, hype. That really just comes with um, insecurities that there is within mm-hmm. that marriage there. Um, people are going to hate me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I already have a lot of haters. Guys, I see in these communities, and though I love swingers, I love you guys to death. You guys are fucking amazing. You guys are more authentic than most people. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's just reality. But there's a lot of insecurity within the swinging community, and it's something that I want to point out because I want to help them. I want to show them that again, controlling your partner and making it seem in a very passive way, like don't do this. Because I'm not ready. They, mm-hmm. they don't say that. They say it as like because it, it's gonna get ruined. No, it's because you're not ready. Because you don't want to. But like, then again, <laughs> I don't think in the, those shoes. I don't think the conversation should. I think that's kind of the misstep. Is the conversation ends with I'm not ready, and it's like, well, what it like? This is important to me, and I, like I feel like every anything that any partner wants in life should be valid. I want to try this, ah. or I want to try that, and if it's like. There's just no way I could do that for you. Like, there's there's certain types of kinks where it's like I I am not interested in that. It's just my preference, and that's one thing. But to say I don't want to do this out of fear or out of like an inability to actually like contextualize things, I think is just short sighted. And it's something mm-hmm. I gave into at first because I'm like, again, I'm very analytical, I'm logical, so I'm like, clearly these people know something I don't. And then I started like meeting poly people, meeting people in the kink community and started seeing, I like how they do this. I'm not, again, I'm not saying I want to be poly, but I really like how poly people frame boundaries. Or I like- We really like how the kink community is really big about consent. consent. Holy like, shit, the, it's, awesome. And it's, not that, and it's not that the swinging community is necessarily no. bad with consent. It's just the kink community we is We do that need some more. <laughs> So it's very interesting we'll to just later. to just pull from all instead of just being like I'm a swinger here's all the rules that the, the here's the swinger bible we follow that if once I decided to just be like I don't really feel like I'm a swinger anymore like it's actually something that's holding me back from cuz I felt like even just like wanting to explore with women like solo I internalized a lot of guilt because swingers are being like, see, if you want to explore solo, you don't love your marriage. Like you, you Oh can- my God, we have actually had swingers say they've asked us about our dynamic. And I tell them, Oh yeah, you know, we also do solo play. Oh, oh no, I don't do that. I actually love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking hate mine, brother. <laughs> That's why we I just fucking hate her guts <laughs> for sure. I'm like Jesus. I'm like, I mean, I love my husband too. What does that have to do with anything? It's it's really interesting how Mm. we we have, you know, different perspectives of just everything. But I think the kind of like tricky part is like they're so much better than the average because it's like a swinger's comfortable with so many things that if you're like, no, you're actually insecure about that though, they'll be like, but I'm so I'm secure about all look at this big bundle of security I have. And it's like, but what but why have that insecurity at all? Like, why yeah. live with that? Yeah. So I, I, I think it's, it's very, very interesting. They hold you back so much, guys, and I think that's my, 
That's my main goal. We need to get through our insecurities to make everybody fucking thrive. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, I only want some people to thrive. No, I want everybody. Everybody. We need to save this world. <laughs> and then, too, like, or something, like, like one like one common question we get. How do you deal with jealousy? Um, I'm an alien, guys. Yeah, she doesn't really, like. I, I feel like once I did that, like, shift in my mindset, like, I just, I, I it, I was even confused. Like, what the fuck? I have no jealousy. Like, I'm so happy for you when mm-hmm. you are, when you allowed yourself to start, mm-hmm. you know, getting these experiences because I was the one motivating you. Again, it's scary. There's always one person in the relationship that's kind of like pushing the other, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> There's someone that just like, that has, let's the, run. <laughs> she's, but it, it's so much fun. I've stopped. I feel like I've, I, I feel like I took the training wheels off my bike and I'm just zooming down the road now. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's very interesting to me that. Can I cut you j- off real quick? Go ahead. The, so you're zooming and people are going to say, you need to be careful because you may crash. I'm going to make my fucking bike have okay. wings. Okay. We'll We're thriving. Or even, if, or even if you fall down, you get, am I dead? I mean, you get Can back I- up, right? <laughs> I love that. But yeah. but jealousy, I think in, in monogamous relationship is, hey, I'm jealous. Pause. We sit here now. Do as I say, mm-hmm. validate my emotions, and that's all we have. And that's so scary. So Whereas, like, it yeah. for me, the first thing I think of, like, if I see you flirting with a guy, and like the initial like programming of like you catch, like you say all the time, like you catch yourself, like I, I got jealous for 0.5 seconds. And it literally is that probably less than that. It's and I see you, and I see you like laughing at his joke or something, and my brain's like just to do like the just like like ape thing, and then I go like, oh wait. I wonder, I actually, now I'm just curious what he said. It was funny. Yeah, like, it's not even. It's it, not a, yeah. But I think, too, for men, the hardest part is sex is dominance and sex is competition. So you are meant to be a conquest. So, like, I I conquered you. You're my wife. I married you. So, therefore, like, each new play partner is, like, has now conquered you somehow. And it's, like, the framing around sex is just so warped mm-hmm. and so unhealthy. It is. But how you teach men to unlearn that, again, would only come from them wanting to unlearn it. Like, I can tell you all this shit, and you're going to look at me and be like, simp, cuck. And it's like, all right, all right, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy over here. I know. Like, I don't, <laughs> you I'm, don't even have to fight it. You're over there fighting it in the comments, but I know you're doing it for engagement. That's for engagement. Yeah. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> So we definitely went on a tangent, first episode, but we were spitting, so I don't care. Oh, sure. But parallel play. Parallel play, yes. Okay, what's next? The thing that we love to do the most. We like to swap, guys. Full swap. Well, you I left out. soft swap. <laughs> oh, my God. She was like, she's like, I don't even fuck with that soft swap <laughs> shit. Get that shit out of here. No, some people are soft swap only, and if that's what. Yeah, that, sorry, guys. I forgot. Yes. If, if that's their jam. We really never stayed in that. No, no, I, I never we intended went from to parallel to full. <coughs> That's not true. We did a soft swap we at did? the pool party. See, I can't even remember. Oh yeah, we did. Don't worry, I'm here for you. Thank you. I'm 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 the memory bank of most of the experiences. Yeah, I have, I have most of them banked. If I had to like sit down and like write most of them down, I could probably get like ninety percent. I remember them when I'm meditating. I'm trying to be like inspired. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Um, Sorry. But yeah, soft swap is everything but um, penetrative intercourse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the next logical step in terms of seeing if the partner, how you guys are going to more react. physical things happening yeah, with, with your partner yeah. and penetrative sex being put on this pedestal. That's why I feel like it's it's literally just like a mental switch because the difference between like a blowjob happening versus like full-scale intercourse i don't i don't see like much of a difference but like people have made that mental guys switch. this is a swingers math yeah you can fuck a guy or fuck a girl do the nastiest shit no kissing no kissing like there's some swingers again to each their own but for us i'm like dude we're already doing the whole like one day. what is the difference <laughs> like, the no fuck? like but it's i but I get it too. A lot of the times it may be like preference of like you may not like how other people kiss and you have a certain way of kissing. Or some, and it's people's like, okay, breasts, cool. some people's some breasts. Some people's breasts things. Yeah. 
Um, Brush your teeth, guys. <laughs> like and cross. There's no like chemistry that you really need to figure out. Like jumping into everything else. No, but there is a chemistry and a dance to kissing. Yeah, that it's like it feels awkward until you get it right. But yeah. I think some people are like, I don't want to deal with the stress of like figuring out how you move, figuring out how I yeah. move. But some people will see the kissing more intimate than the mm-hmm. actual fucking, which for me is really interesting. Again, I just, that's not the way that I think. But again, I'm not saying it's just funny. It's, it's I think I think I can see the argument that like kissing looks intimate. Depending if you're a good kisser. <laughs> but I feel like it's all a... And not necessarily a performance that there's, like, duplicity, like, we're tricking each other, we're lying to each other. But, like, because we're exhibitionists, we're performing. Yeah. I know other people are watching me. I like that. So I'm putting on a show for all of you, whoever's watching, whether it's one person or 50 people, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So part of me is taking that in, that no matter what we're doing, part of it for me is a performance. That's why for me when people are like, oh, you're doing this or you're doing that or, like, look how she like looked in that moment and it's like she's performing for you enjoy it it's okay like I have no but again I'm confident in myself yeah like I I know what I offer in terms of like bedroom skills I have no insecurity of like am I good enough and the reality is if what if you're not good enough like what if like what if you meet a guy that just like is like objectively way better at pleasing your partner than you what are you going to do about it Mm-hmm. Are you just gonna be like sad about it, or like, are you can you just walk up to that guy and be like, "What was that move?" And then go home and be like, "Hey, you really like that? Let's try that." Let's try it. And then and that's that's and I mean, that's what you that. that's yeah. what you're thinking is too. Is yeah. like, oh, now I want to try this move with him, or now I want to yeah. try this toy with him. And I'm like, oh no, I'm <laughs> devastated. New things with my wife. Oh no. And same with me. Like I I mean, I, I would if somebody did something that really made you fucking Go crazy. <laughs> I wanna know. <laughs> I wanna talk You're... to her. You wanna go on a coffee date <laughs> <laughs> teach me what you did to my husband. <laughs> I would love that. Like, that's content. Yeah, I would really love that. Anyways. So yeah, so uh, you really skipped over soft swap. So sorry. I'm, I get so excited about And now you swap. have the holy grail. Yeah. I love me some full swap. Mm-hmm. With people that I vibe with. Okay, guys, again. It's all in the vibes. Yeah, for us. It's all like in the some... chemistry of your vibe. A lot of the times, you, it's hard to find it with both couples, though. I think we should, like, talk a little bit about that. That is a common problem of, like... Maybe I'm attracted to the wife, but she's not attracted to the husband, or like maybe the wife isn't attracted to me. Like what it could be trying to get two people on a date to figure out attraction and not have something mess it up. Now when you add four people, that is just a weird like just lines being drawn and everyone like and even like not necessarily that I need to connect with the man, but if he's just got like asshole energy. Mm-hmm. that's going to kill my vibe too. Yeah. Or if he's just like, if he's doing weird shit that I'm like, okay, it's not really my vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I, probably, I mean, I think I would, I would feel that too. Yeah, and then no. we would just be like, yeah. but again, that's just, that, that's, that's part of the gig. Stop this now. <laughs> that's part of the gig. Again, you can you stop, later. <laughs> you can stop at any time and there's you no one ever going to question so you. I mean, not so many not times. So many I times. we've done it twice. It was like that one, in, that one that night. That one night that we, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. where, yeah. We'll tell you guys a little bit. The universe was not on our side then. Or maybe it was. No, it was. I think that experience is very important because we get to share it. Mm -hmm. And you guys will learn from (laughs) it. (laughs) But, okay. So, full swap. Um, Um, I think the thing to know about full swap, I think for men, is no one cares about your size. Oh, my God. That is a big thing. They care about... Your enthusiasm, your confidence. Mm-hmm. I feel like call most it most women in the lifestyle. That's what they're seeking for. It's not necessarily size, mm-hmm. guys. Please, like it's an, it's I've meant so to be experience. It's meant yeah. to be an experience. Mm-hmm. And then even then, too, like big doesn't necessarily mean, mean better, yeah. or like that it's the best because. Some big, some guys that are on the larger side just kind of want to like pound away and like they think that that's what every woman wants. So there are tons of women that actually have a negative relationship with men of larger size because they have this idea of like, 
he's he's, to he's gonna I'm I'm gonna be sore tomorrow, but like I guess it's an experience, and it's like the same way that again, women, if you are playing with somebody with a bigger size, don't be afraid of telling them how you like it. Yeah, slow down. Slow down. No, no. like all right, I I'm, just want tip. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, but. And then too, I would say for women, I would say it's probably like body image, no? Body image. Of like feeling like, oh my God, she's prettier than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things that I'm struggling a lot with in the swinging community. And it's like, I, and that's why I enjoy solo dates because a lot of the times I feel like the way that I play, Mm -hmm. it's very passionate, very, uh, very performative. Performative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, that may make women feel like, oh my God, like she's He's making her feel something some, I've never yeah. felt. And like and it's like no He's feeding <laughs> off of that. He's never gonna like how can I compete with her now? Yeah. Like So I personally like I just get a vibe from the wife and if I'm kind of able to kind of do what I like to do, then cool. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I limit myself. Um and I just just out of care for for their relationship, I guess. So I think it I just love, depends on the I, couple. I, I love meeting confident couples that are just like, know, we're here for the experience. I me too. I, I, I'm not kidding. We need to make a TikTok about that. But like, I think that's, those are the greatest nights when I meet somebody very confident within themselves and then their relationship. And they're just like, we're here for fucking experience. You know, if something goes wrong, well, what are we going to do to... To learn from learn it. Learn yeah. from it. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. So... I, I think that's why I struggle with the playing with other couples. Um, and then you with the kissing another female. You want to talk a little bit about that? Again, this is just my perception. And, and again, I, it's my perception too. Mm, but that's why I – well, go ahead. And and maybe like – because some – so I feel like important context in terms of kissing is it is like a civil war type dynamic within the lifestyle of like team kissing versus no kissing. There are people that are like – I need to kiss during sex. It is a non-negotiable. And there's a like, I am not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like a butting heads of, well, and then too, it's one of those, it's one of such a small thing in the grand scheme of things that sometimes it doesn't get communicated. And now you have someone being like, we're a kissing couple. There are no kissing couple, but we're already here. Like, and now, and and now they're like frustrated. Awkward sometimes. But for me. I guess we just kind of flow with their flow, with what we really do. Get, the, we dance with them. There you go. Mm-hmm. We really do. They, and we figuring out what works. Them, yeah. yeah. For because them, like, for, to make sure that we're I don't not, need like, to kiss. Like, yeah, it's not like no. I'm so, like, I'm not like. I don't think we need to do anything. I don't really we're need to do just like. We're just there for the fun and like the, the new I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be like, by, by the end of whatever I did, I had a good time. Like, yeah. that's all I need. Yeah. But this idea of like, if I do go to kiss a woman just because maybe I'm like feeling it, I have had one woman where I felt like. Oh, she's like actively engaged in kissing me. And a lot of the times, women or you know certain wives Mm. don't want to kiss him, like they kiss because of fear of making their husband feel some Mm -hmm. type of way. I know, and again, to each don't. But I guess I think those are reasons why solo date it's fun because you're able to just kind of like it's more conventional. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then too, like instead of worrying like the the men performing, like like group play can be very overstimulating for men, so you have to worry about that less. Yeah, well, for me, women too, but I think it's like for you guys because you guys do have to perform, perform a little bit more, you know, mm. <laughs> get blood flowing to a certain <laughs> place. You should talk a little bit about what you've been using. Oh, um, so my lifestyle journey, I feel like it. I would feel like the first couple experiences was figuring out what worked for me mm-hmm. in terms of how to perform. And for all the men out there, whether you're a veteran or a novice, you're just going to have one of those nights sometimes. Sometimes it's going to be too hot in the room. For me, it's very loud people. Like people talking as if like they're in a fucking peanut gallery. Drives Stop it because we've done it too. <laughs> no, no, no. Like <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> accidentally, but then like we stop ourselves. Yeah. But like we've been in spaces where people are talking like for 10 minutes straight and all so I hear is them. did you watch them. the football game? <laughs> And You're if like, I'm if I'm already I'm in, to fuck. <laughs> if I'm already in the middle of it, that's one thing. And I'm like, yeah. I can more so laugh about it. But if I am trying to get going, all I hear is like, it's it's just not sexy. It really it really throws me off. But for me, like my almost full foolproof thing, I would say like 
two shots, a double, and some blue chew. And then I'm just, I'm good. I'm good for the whole night. And would it like, like, do you need the blue chew? No. And I, I, it's probably a placebo. But I think it is a placebo for you because you've played like very good without it. I mean, the first time we ever well, played, like the ex, like our first experience was without it. But it's just easier to play with you, obviously, than it is to be like, okay, like with somebody. I else, think I have yeah. like this worry of like she's sitting here, like, all right, hurry up, hurry up. Like she's, I, I'm another woman has me on a clock. And I'm like, really, you feel like so that? I, because they're like, all right, let's get let's get this show on the road. Cause like maybe like maybe her man was faster than me and being ready, so yeah, na- so I think now that's I'm another like, thing too. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. figuring out like that's why I like I would say ninety nine percent of the time I'm gonna start with you, just so if I do need a minute, I don't, I'm not feeling pressure, but it's just more so okay, she's mm-hmm. she's gonna rock with me until I'm good to go, and then we can swap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't be. I feel like one of the coolest things like in terms of men lifestyle men so such supportive like. In, in our viral moment, I think the thing that like makes me the saddest is I have this juxtaposition of supportive men who go, "Hey man, it happens to the best of us." Like it's still, I've been oh, in, yeah. I've been in the game 10, 15 years. Happens to me every once in a while. It, you just, you just don't know what night it'll be. It'll happen. Instead of like making fun of you or being like, "Huh, I remember when that was me." Like as like to try and like get some power or dominance over you. It's all love and support. Yeah, I agree with that, babe. I honestly have never felt so safe in an environment. I mean, going to these clubs, you hear about them and people are so intimidated by them because they think that they're going to be attacked and everybody's just like there for this. That it's like feral. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so no, safe. It's, it's so like consenting. That. Yeah, it is. And you just meet people that are very open-minded and I, I love talking to people that are willing to open expose up. themselves to something new, to try and understand other individuals. Not necessarily, necessarily agree with it, but at least try and have an understanding of it, mm-hmm. you know? Also, too, people open up more. Like, they they, they might share their trauma or their mm-hmm. insecurity with mm-hmm. you just because they feel like they're in a safe space. And I go out in the vanilla world and I feel like... There's a barrier. It's missing or, like, mm-hmm. some something is missing or there's a barrier, however you want to phrase it. And or people are just trying to compete, it feels like. There's a lot of sexual competition in yeah. the world. Women are competing with women. Men are supposed to be competing with yeah. men. And we're just in here like... I just want to be your friend, my We're God. not in competition with any of you. <laughs> like, I'm. it's weird. I feel like I've watched you dance for so many years. Mm-hmm. And now that we're non-monogamous, I feel like men, more men have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it's cool, man. And I'm like... Oh my I God, let me you tell you something less. real quick. I know we're kind of over our time, <laughs> but I find it very interesting even going into like my solo dates and having man, because I've I've gone dancing with another guy, right? And um, guys will thank the him for letting me dance with the other person, which I find very interesting because... I'm nobody's possession. You don't need to thank anybody for me deciding to go dance with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know it's happened a lot with you. But even another man that's not even my husband feeling like in some way they feel Well, if two like, people see you together, they're going to – or if people see you with another person, they're just going to assume that, like, that's your boyfriend or that's your husband or whatever. But that's not okay, like – no, you're seen. You're seen as a possession, and that's yeah. and some some women like that. So it's like it's not just men. Something men are doing. It's something that women also like enable. Oh yeah, but I mean I've had. It's weird. It's really fucking weird. I've asked somebody else, some another woman, to like, hey, you know, is it cool if I sleep with your man? I think if there's a partnership, those boundaries should already be set, and I could talk to the husband and be like, oh, me and my wife really don't want to do this, and okay, cool, like mm-hmm. I respect that. But do I need to be asking the opposite person, somebody yeah. that I'm not even playing with? If you're in the swinger permission? community, fucking they weird. think you do. They think you do. <laughs> but for like, I I think it's weird when a man's like, "Hey, can I talk to her? Can I'm like, or can I touch her? Like, what the fuck? I, ask ask her, me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like she's her own person. That that like I will. And again, it's it's not meant with like ill intent. Like no, it's, of it's born out of respect. But it's not respect. It, out of it's. Out of respect for me as a man. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> or like for if it's a woman, like, hey, can I talk to your man? It's born out of like there's this like 
gender brotherhood, gender sisterhood that we're just like, no, like I'm over here. If you want to touch me, ask me. Yeah. Or if you want to talk to me, like talk to me. Because don't. at the end of the day, you don't know what I come. I mean, you have a more uh, general idea I have of what an I idea, like. Yeah. But I, for me, I also don't want like. I would feel bad if I go, yeah, go ahead. And you're like, I was not attracted to that guy at all. Yeah. Like, why did you say yes? That's yeah. why I like, and then for me, like, you don't like, maybe I'm attracted to this woman, maybe I'm not. So yeah. it just it just runs. It's very weird. But again, and it's also born out of like, oh, to make, like, I do that with my partner because it makes us feel comfortable. Yeah, it is very interesting. Um, it is. We're just, you know, kind of letting you guys know what we're going through. And again, things, it's not about. Notice about the community, yeah, it's sure. not about talking Bad about the community? No, 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 no. We it's love just the assessing. Community. I feel like assessing if, if you the, love the things, something, you right? You want to make yeah. it better, right? Yeah, mm. cool. <laughs> Are there going to be people that disagree with us or say like, yes. "What do you, what do you guys know? How long have you been doing this?" Or like, even then, every different regions have different ways Customs, of operating. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a great place to stop. This is episode one. Oh, I was having so much fun, but uh, yes, there's, there's more so episodes much to come. More, yeah. Um, follow us on all our socials. Please, you guys. I am Queen Athalia on all my socials. Brian. At Seabaggin. Mm-hmm. And then we have our main page, Swapping Secrets. Mm-hmm. We do have a YouTube channel where we have two different videos at the moment. We're going to come up with more. But um, we kind of introduce you guys there what a sex club looks like. And um, I think what I love the most about it is that it's women-owned. I am Faye. Shout out to you. Shout out House of Black. We We are so proud of you as an individual. Um, I really do admire you, and I hope you become my mentor one day. (laughs) 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 But anyways, um, yeah, go check it out. Um, They're an amazing club. We love going there. We're going Um, there. We've met amazing people. Yes, we are. We're gonna take our uh, swinger (laughs) senseis, and I'm so excited to. Expose them to uh, not. It's not necessarily a swinging club, swinger club. I think it started as a kink club, right? I call it a hybrid club. A hybrid club. A, <laughs> yeah, like it's cool. a it's a kink yeah. slash swingers club, and the communities yeah, come yeah. together. They learn yeah. from each other. They expose. Like right. I think part of our shift and like us changing was going to House of Black and seeing they do. They don't do a lot of this. Yeah, the no. normal. They're very intentional. They're very, they're okay with exposing you to things. They're a very educational in terms mm-hmm. of, hey, if you want to learn about kink, if you want to learn about toys, we will teach you. Mm-hmm. Their volunteer system is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all amazing. Anyways, where was I getting with this? Go check it out, guys. It's amazing. We We'd also have a couple and a single man, Paul. Um, he talks a little bit about... Uh, what his journey has been like in in the lifestyle as a single man, um, a successful a single successful man, successful single man, and then we have a couple that has. You want to explain a little bit more about that? So they have a dob sub dynamic, and they're also both polyamorous, and that was also both of our at first that moment. We don't know necessarily exposure. if they've if evolved differently. I don't know. You never know because I mean, the, the the relationships, you know, they they, they, they change. can change. Yeah, but I mean, I'd seem, I seem I don't think I got any inkling of that there was change. But just in terms of being poly, mm-hmm. poly people, they're so cool, man. They have really even if I can say poly's not for me. There's things that they're doing that you can learn from that oh, I think yeah. are really cool to enhance your relationship. And we're definitely we'll have. All types of different non-monogamy flavors on here in the future mm-hmm. to not only educate us but educate you in turn. I'm so excited for where this podcast is going. Thank you in advance Thank for you all the support. Yeah, we We're, we we really are here for you. We are. <laughs> I want. I've my marriage. This is, is fun though. <laughs> I really like this. I'm enjoying it for myself too. <laughs> my marriage has always been something that I've taken pride in. Um, I feel yeah. like we've always done marriage the right way and just constantly gotten better. I don't ever feel I like I want to say the right way. In we've, terms of like in just in by by the right way, I mean I enjoy being married to you. Yeah. I, I think that if you say like what's the right way to be married, you're enjoying it. There's that doesn't okay. mean like yeah, yeah. how how you're yeah. actually married, what that means. But in terms of everything we've always done has felt right because there's always I like you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. We have we have shared values. We have shared goals. We've always, and we're both. No matter how much we change and we grow, communication helped a lot mm-hmm. with 
seeing where we wanted to go as individuals and then see how we can mm-hmm. adapt. So yeah. we're always adapting together. This relationship does not look the same as it did day one. No. It won't look it won't look the same five years from now. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a new, better version. Yeah. It's always getting better. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Until next time. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I didn't hear you. You're so mean. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. My my fault, G. I love Anyways, you. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh we love you too. And stick around for the next one. The next one might be a little bit more spicier. Until next time. Bye.